Okay, here we are again. Hello, everybody, and happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Hope you've had a good weekend. There certainly uh, feels like, you know, a little more normalcy, I think, if that's still, is that still a word in the dictionary, normalcy? <laughs> Whatever that's going to be, but uh, uh, there are some activities going on, right? So that's good. The warm weather certainly helps with that, and uh, we had a good weekend, too. We'll talk about that and some of the activities uh, that happened over the weekend. And of course I need to say officially, there it is. Happy Monday and welcome to the show. As always, I'm your host, David Burroughs. Two great guests coming up here today in, uh, in about 10 minutes time, we'll have Miles Vanny from the Unit of the Good Shepherd, uh, here talking to us about some important things and let's go to our comments. Hello, Carl, Carl, you, you, you're a busy guy, man. So you're always around. I appreciate that. And I uh, saw you earlier this morning as well. And Barry Loxton, uh, thanks so much for being here, Barry. And thanks again for your help on the, the weekend. Barry, we'll be talking about that coming up in just a few moments. Happy Father's Day. Well, happy, yeah, yesterday was certainly Father's Day. And uh, I had a good time. I had a good time. We got out for a motorcycle ride. Like, I don't think it's any secret to anybody on social media that I really love my motorcycle. So it was uh, it was a good Father's Day. Myself and Jennifer and my son Jason who ride, uh, we went down to Mitchell's Bay for a nice ride, and then we uh, there were people splashing in the water, and I flew my drone. And if I can ride my motorcycle and fly my drone, I'm pretty happy, right? I'm pretty content with that. It makes me happy. So we did have a good time with that. And Danny Cachamilio, happy Monday. Hope you had a good father. I did, and, and same to you, Danny. Um, were you cooking or did you make the kids cook for you? Because I know you like to cook, Danny. So that's uh, that's good that we were able to do that. All right. Well, just before we get started, always want to give a shout out to my supporters, Philly Cheese Jakes. Um, saw him the other day and was nice talking with him. I don't know which is – the food's good. I don't know which is better, the conversation or the food. I think it's the combination of the both uh, when I go to see Jake Chersky down at 988 Confederation Street. Thanks, Jake, for all your support. And Christine Fiji of Active Ears Hearing Centers. And I uh, was talking to her recently, and uh, she's excited about a few things as well. And she's a great supporter uh, in in the uh, community as well. So thank you, Active Ears. Hughes Intelligence, Barry Bentley and his crew at Hughes Intelligence Security Specialists. AG Event Graphics, who have been supporters from day one here on the show, coming up on 10 years. Thank you so much for your support, uh, Guy and uh, Kevin and all the staff down there. Joe's Discount Tires, been great supporters around here as well, and they're just not far away from me here. I go by them quite often, uh, almost, well, at least once a week I go by Joe's Discount when I go over Indian Road Overpass on my way to Oswald's Diner. And thank you so much to Oswald's Diner for all your support here as well. They gave us some great support over the weekend, which we're going to talk about as well. But the local family, local restaurant, and you can order uh, from their menu at oswelds.com. So very grateful for all those folks. All right. <clears throat> we also want to give a shout out to uh, the Indigenous community. Today is National Indigenous People's Day. So they'll be celebrating. Usually I can hear, I, well, I, I don't know if there's fireworks going on or whatever, because it, I don't know what's happening. I haven't really, but usually when they were having fireworks, I could hear them down the street from here. And it was always a great celebration. In fact, I always enjoyed going out and watching the fireworks uh, down at Amgenong. And um, it is an important day. So hello to our friends and with all respect to National Indigenous People's Day, and uh, we thank you for uh, being a part of our communities as well. We're, we're communities, right? We got to work together and uh, celebrate together and, and encourage each other and, 
and again, the word community comes in there. So again, shout out to um, our Indigenous friends on National Indigenous People's Day. All right. Well, talking about motorcycles, as I mentioned, uh, I always like to say watch out for the motorcycles. Drive aware, ride aware for those of you on four wheels. And for those of you on two wheels, same respect. Drive aware, ride aware, and uh, be respectful of the road and, of course, uh, all the traffic laws as well. We had, uh, speaking of respect, we did it over the weekend. Uh, this is a really personal and important event to me, uh, you know, that I started last year to give respect to uh, the many frontline workers. Now, let me be clear when I say frontline workers, um, you know, there's there's such a long list of people in our community, frontline workers and beyond um, that have uh, been so great through all of these. Well, it's crazy times, right? I don't want to say unprecedented. It's just crazy is what it's been. And I uh, just felt it important to start that last year. Last year, we had 125 motorcycles go for the ride of respect. Uh, Mother Nature was really big uh, helping us out last year. This year, uh, we had a little bit less. We had about 65 motorcycles that rode through the city, a 50-kilometer ride through the city. In total, 70-kilometer ride because we decided very last minute, uh, it came up and said, yeah, we should... Uh, drive down Tajmu Avenue, uh, down Amjong, past the band office and uh, the memorial site there for the 215 uh, children who were found in Kamloops. So we did that, and we reached out very last minute to Layuna. I called uh, Jason McMichael from Layuna and said, I need some orange something flags, and he was able to uh, support us with that. So uh, thank you, Jason and Layuna, for your support a very last minute request and um, Jason actually got down to Hamilton to get us the flag so that was pretty awesome for him to go out of his way for us there and we were able to drive down respectively down Tajmu Avenue and then back down St. Clair Parkway so a 70 kilometer ride all in all a two-hour ride through the city of Sarnia and part of Amchenong to give uh, respect and a really huge shout out to the Oswald's Diner Company who has been not just supportive of me and uh, the things that I do, but to so many in our community, including uh, the Special Olympics, uh, Sarnia, and just a great community of, of riders, right? And uh, everybody was uh, respectful. We saw a lot of, uh, there was kids on the side of the road waving and smiling. Of course, we toot the horns, maybe revved a little because they like that. And uh, we, we drove by all the long-term care homes. We saw uh, lots of people outside of Marshall Golan Manor and and uh, just all the locations really participated well. Mother Nature, um, she wasn't answering her telephone, but uh, we got through it anyway. We had a little bit of a rain, but we pushed through anyway. Rain or shine, we were doing this. So uh, it was just a great ride. And part of this all was to raise some money for Ohana Landing, which is the uh, youth Transitional Housing Facility here in Sarnia, and we were able to raise $740 from all of the riders, so I'll be presenting that to uh, Tammy Vanden Heuvel a little bit later on in this week. So thank you to everyone involved, and a real big shout out to the blockers, the traffic control riders that uh, make sure that Cars know we're out there and nobody gets hurt. And uh, I really definitely couldn't have done it without them. And uh, Art Shearer from Oswald's was the, the he was the guy that was telling everybody what to do because he's got the experience. I just kind of went for a ride. So anyway, thank you so much to everybody who came out. Layuna, Oswald's Diner Company, 
And uh, for those who donated as well, we're really, really pleased with that. And I'm already making plans for doing another one next year for the uh, Ride of Respect. Going to be an annual event. Looking forward to that. And uh, just to give you kind of some insight, let me make that a little bigger so you can see that a little bit more. These were the, well, okay, I, I'm proud. That's that's my big motorcycle right over there, just to the right. And there's Arts. And then uh, uh, my daughter was out there helping and a lot of the riders, so many. Uh, it's, it was just a real cool sight to see. There's the uh, Leona flag as we're going by the hospital over here. And uh, it just turned out to be a really good day for everyone. So. Looking forward to next year and hopefully having more turn out there. Okay, well, this is going to tie into a few things, but uh, let's fill the truck. Donate non-perishables from 6 to 8 p.m. That's going to happen this Thursday in support of the end of the Good Shepherd at Canatera Park on Thursday, June the 4th. Uh, you'll be able to drive through, and the Sarnia Street machines are putting this on, or sorry, the Sarnia Street Cruisers. My bad for getting confused. Um, the Sarnia Street Cruiser is going to be there. Uh, doing this. So you'll be able to check out the cool cars. That's next on my list. I got a cool motorcycle. I'm looking at cool cars now. Ugh, need a bigger garage. But this is important to get out and support the end of the Good Shepherd as well. So another uh, great way uh, that uh, you can support the community and the end of the Good Shepherd and everything that they do. Miles coming up in just a few moments here uh, to talk about uh, all of the services. I think, you know, sometimes we forget it's the food is needed, but there's a lot of services that they provide in the community as well. So we'll be talking about that. And, uh, well, why wait? He's there. He's been waiting. Let's just bring him up right now. <laughs> How you doing, Miles? Good, Dave. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm a chatterbox, you know, and I'm great though. I mean, uh, really through all of this, uh, I've been really fortunate. Um, and yet there's still so much more need in the community. Um, how's, how's the end of the good shepherd doing through all this? Well, um, it's uh, it's been uh, a journey <laughs> since we yeah. started last March with the whole thing. Uh, um, COVID really hasn't had a pause for us. Um, it hasn't been any any quiet times. We're just as busy, if if not more, um, collecting food and getting that distributed because we've lost so many of our our, our food raising events, Cyclone Aid and Canstruction. Yeah. Um, so to see things like the street cruisers or on Saturday, the After Hours Rotary Club will be at four grocery stores. Uh, uh, Desjardins, Desjardins Insurance is doing a drive in the next week or two. Oh, for Those sorts of things are going to be really, really helpful that way. Uh, probably the most striking challenge is in, is in terms of homelessness. Uh, Pre-COVID, we went from 35 people in shelter uh, to last night, we had over 200 in our in our care. 200 people wow. become homeless because of COVID. And we're, we're, we're sheltering them in overflow uh, shelter programs and motels and hotels and having to feed them as well and in difficult circumstances. When you go traveling, you know, in a motel, you got a, a microwave and a, and a kettle. Uh, to uh, to cook with, right. and so we we have to put together some pretty specialized food boxes to make sure those folks have things that they can just heat and serve, uh, and and get them get them fed. So there's uh, there's still a lot of challenges, and and that's going to be long term. We start to see the light at the end of the tunnel as things are loosening up and restrictions getting dropped. It's a long tunnel, even longer for those that are homeless because finding housing in the market we're facing now yeah. is going to be a long-term challenge. So, uh, wow, 200. I, I wouldn't have imagined that number. And, I, you know, I think that you talk about that homeless side of things, Miles. I, I'm not sure people, as much as we talk about, really are aware 
of that number because we don't really we don't see it as much, right? Because exactly. it's, some of it's couch surfing, but you know, you're now you're talking hotels. Um, and that's that's really a large part of it. Our homeless population isn't as visible as you'd see in yeah. in Toronto or London. People on the street corners or in the doorways of businesses or such, they're couch surfers. And once COVID started to take grasp last uh, last March and April, uh, these folks who would stay for a few nights with a friend here, or some family there, and kind of rotate around locations, all of a sudden they were being told, you know, because of isolations, um, we can't have you on our couch. We can't have you in our basement. Yeah. You're going to have to leave. But there was nowhere for them to go. <laughs> right. I'm already and, here for the reason that you're telling me I got it. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then we found as... As people who are maybe sharing apartments, um, relationships started to break down, particularly when, you know, kind of got cabin fever as we're all kind of yeah. stuck in our homes for, for a month and a half, two months. And as those relationships broke down and somebody had to leave, there was nowhere for them to go. So that's where we saw this huge surge in, in uh, homelessness. And of course, it hasn't lessened up with, you know, a, a lockdown and then an open and then another lockdown. Um, people we were open? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so things haven't gotten any easier. And the housing market now, the, the rentals are so expensive. Uh, you know, we've gone from $700 for a one bedroom apartment five years ago to, uh, you know, over $1,000. And, and that's just not affordable for a lot of folks right now. How do, yeah, yeah, I, how do people keep up? Like if it's like minimum wage, I know is like 14 or something, whatever, an hour now, but <clears throat> that doesn't seem to be keeping up with the, the, the need out there. And, and it then... doesn't. No, when you look at minimum wage also means sometimes minimal hours or certainly yeah. a consistency in the number of hours that they get. So it's really hard to budget and plan if this week you get 20 hours, the next week you get 10, the next week you get 15. It's hard to manage and, and plan for all those expenses. And now the majority of Canadians are working part-time minimum wage jobs. We, we've we lost uh, the ability to have everybody in full-time, well-paying jobs with benefits. So a, a simple, you know, family, you know, everyday life crisis that most families can kind of manage through, you know, it's back to school time in August. And uh, and we're really hoping the schools do open. Hopefully, I was going to say, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need backpacks to go to school. They need yeah. school supplies. And um when you have kids, you know how expensive that is. And if you're living paycheck to paycheck and just managing on the few hours you get to pay those bills, um, and many people have two or three part-time jobs, back to school becomes a, a crisis for a family. How do we get the school supplies we need for a child? So those are the kinds of programs we've added the last you know, eight to 10 years to help take some of those really bumpy roads, um, you know, smooth out the roads so we can help people with back to school kits so it doesn't become a crisis for them. We can do school supplies, we can do income tax clinics, we can do, um, you know, winter coats, uh, snack packs. So all those kinds of programs, the birthday club, helps to smooth out that road for families. Yeah. Even so I remember at Christmas time too, you still had to kind of adapt that to, you know, the, the parking lot Christmas party that you had there, you know. Exactly. Um, yes. You provided music for it. Oh Thanks yeah. Right. Much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we really wanted to be, and, and we have a wonderful team of staff and volunteers that are super creative. We want to try to give in this so very difficult time, some sense of normality for, for families. So yeah. we went ahead with some of our Christmas activities had to tweak them a little bit to 
take into account for crowds and distancing and that, but we were still able to do our children's party, our, our in out of the cold family dinner um, and give a bit of a relief to those, uh, those families and our adoptive family program. Yeah. We had over 360 families this year we adopted. So it was kind of a, a record year. Yeah. Well, I know it's just, that kind of leads me in my next part in all this. I would imagine that you're seeing uh, some a new demographic, I guess, that uh, was reaching out to the end of the Good Shepherd for help that maybe you didn't see before. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. We, we certainly saw new faces, um, folks that uh, um, were managing to just get by. Uh, and when all the lockdowns happened and the layoffs and, and job losses, um, these were folks that, uh, like like many of us, we live to our means. And when a crisis happens, it's like, oh, how am I going to manage this? And when you lose your job or you have your hours so drastically cut um, uh, and CERB wasn't always quick in responding to help people, um, we were able to fill that gap uh, until they were able to get some other assistance in place or until they were able to get back to work for a short time before the next shutdown. Mm -hmm. And I, <clears throat> pardon me, I imagine uh, mental health comes into play here more than normal. I mean, I don't think I've had a show in the last year where I didn't mention the word mental health because of, yeah. of, of how it affects. Have you added programs in for that or do you, or do you oh. refer? How does that work? We, we do a lot of referrals. Um, we, we do a lot of, um, particularly for those folks that we have in the motels and the hotels where they are so um, isolated, even though there may be a group at the motel, we're still trying to isolate them in rooms. Um, so it has become very difficult. And when you add in, if there's already an underlying um, mental illness or an addiction, it makes it even that much more difficult for people. So we certainly partnered with the, the county, uh, with public health, uh, with uh, North and West Lambton Community Health Centers to do wellness checks with uh, 180 so people that we have in, in the motels and the hotels to making sure that they're okay. And then we've been doing things like with Red Cross to do home deliveries of uh, food packages for shut-ins or for those that have you know um, health compromised situations so that they're still being still being fed. Right. Well, it's <clears throat> it's a lot to handle and it's a lot to pay for, right? <laughs> I know for sure. And uh, you've yeah. taught me well. I say it every time. I tell people all the time that 20 by 40 swimming pools got to be filled every month. And now let's triple that. Yeah, absolutely. We are we're buying food more than we've ever bought before. You know, four to five thousand dollars a week worth of food um, because we haven't had the big food drives and uh, and even you know the church donations and the schools they're all down because they've been closed. Um, so we're certainly buying unpre unprecedented. There's that word. There's that um, word. Yeah. <laughs> amounts of uh, of food these days. <clears throat> Yeah. And I, I know in the beginning, like there was a real big reach out, right? You know, there was yeah. that, and that, this community, nobody could argue that it knows how to come together and give support, but, that, and which was awesome, but that went very quickly away. Right. So exactly. Um, well, and you know, we, we still are using some of those resources that this community so greatly provided um, to help with some of that, but you're right. It, it goes through quick when we're having to care for, for that many people. And uh, so, yeah, we've got a, a, a new thing we're trying out uh, this year for, as a fundraiser. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, the, uh, the local shopping spree, this was uh, a, a, a kind of a twist on how you would normally do things, right? I remember I had a lot of fun doing the uh, the telethon for you and everything. We had yeah. some great entertainment and stuff. <laughs> but 
Um, normally, you would go out into the community and go to businesses and say, hey, would you please donate? We want to do this thing. Um, but this works a little bit differently. Explain how that happens. Absolutely. And, and that's how a lot of charities do. They, they look for donated items to offer as prizes for raffles or auctions uh, to make the money. But our sense and our feeling was we, we, we clearly see how much our business community is, is challenged and suffering um, through this COVID with all the lockdowns and such. And we wanted to do just something that would support and strengthen them because we know if, if they're, if they're vibrant, if they're uh, in business, if they're um, working well, then they're employing people. And those people, if they're employed, aren't needing help. We've seen a lot of people who lost their jobs coming to the inn for help. So by supporting businesses, we can, we can give an opportunity for people to stay employed. And that's the best way of helping themselves rather than relying on the community. So rather than asking businesses to donate prizes, we committed that we would buy those prizes from them so that that generated a revenue for those businesses to keep operating, keep people employed. And, uh, and we have some amazing prizes uh, from- uh, $50,000 prize board, man. Absolutely. The top prize is a, a home home package of $20,000. So great to opportunity to get new windows, to do some landscaping, to uh, uh, get some new uh, furniture, uh, a kitchen reno, um, some really cool stuff. All the prizes are, are really awesome, uh, really kind of exciting and all based with local businesses in mind. Yeah, I want the group get together. I got my two tickets, and um, I know it says up there draw date May twenty eighth, but um, we'll put this up on the screen. But you guys decided to uh, give it more of an opportunity and extended that to uh, sometime in August. Absolutely. Well, we're we're thankful for the city of uh, Sarnia who licenses all the raffles, who gave us the re uh, the consideration to extend uh, the raffle because uh, we launched the uh, the shopping spree in March. And uh, two weeks later, um, we went into a lockdown that was extended and is we're just coming out of it now. So all those businesses that were going to sell tickets uh, to help support the, the raffle, uh, well, they weren't even open to be able to sell the tickets. Right. So um, the city recognized that that was an, a, you know, a really unusual challenge we faced and gave us kind of that one-time extension. So the new draw date is going to be August 31st, and uh, we're going to have... Uh, a whole bunch of really happy, uh, happy winners that day as we, uh, as we, uh, I've, I've, I've made some deals with some of my friends. <laughs> I've been bargaining. I'm like, so if you win this, then I get to, but if I win this, then I, you, you know, so I feel like I'm going to win either way. Awesome. But, uh, awesome. As you would say, you said in the telethon, it's really, sometimes it's win-win. This is a win-win-win, right? Uh, with, with everybody involved. Businesses and local businesses and those employers are going to win. Uh, the inn is going to win because the funds we raise from it are going to support the programs and the families and individuals that need it. And of course, there's going to be ten winners that are going to get some great prizes. Yeah, um, I, I'm excited. Like I, I was, I thought it was really cool too. How like okay, so I went online uh, to localshoppingspree.com. I bought my tickets and then I still got something in the mail like even though you could have you could have sent me an email printable ticket thing it was was still nice to get that tangible ticket in my hand and i was i was so <laughs> proud to go, i got my ticket yeah right so yeah, was yeah. that was that done on purpose like that 
Uh, well, that's part of the lottery requirements is that if you, oh, okay. uh, you're still supposed to require receive a, uh, a printed ticket, but you're, you're right. It's that feel good of, I've got it, you know, I, there's my real chance here now. <laughs> yeah. And I know you had a lot of help from uh, supporting uh, Sarnia and surrounding businesses from uh, Rodney and Kendra and uh, Rich at hashtag local. Um, it's just really coming well together. It's nice. Do you, do you see this happening? Uh, like, cause again, this is a different way of, of putting a fundraiser on even post COVID. Do you still see yourself doing things like this? I, I think we, you know, we, we're seeing good results so far and I, I really like it. And I think again, it, it has that premise of, you know, helping people to be self-sufficient yeah. and, um, and employment is one of those best ways. And, and you get that by supporting local business. Yeah, well, Miles, uh, thanks to you, and I know you got a great team down there at the end. Uh, happy to have you here. And uh, any final thoughts before I let you get back to your day? Hey, don't forget to pick up your tickets. You can get them. Uh, well, there's the the websites uh, right on the screen where you can purchase them. Real easy to do that. Or I'd suggest even better go and visit one of the, the businesses supporting it and see what they have to offer, and you can get your tickets from them as well. Perfect. Miles, thank you so much and uh, stay safe, my friend. Thanks, Dave. Take care. Executive Director from the Inn of the Good Shepherd, Miles Vanny, joining us again. I haven't seen him here in a while. He's a busy guy. He's got a busy team down there, too. And he mentioned you can buy these at local businesses. If you want to find out where those businesses are, go to localshoppingspree.com. There's a list there. You can purchase online. But it's kind of, uh, if you if you go into uh, purchase the tickets at a location. Maybe you stay there and you have a snack. So again, another win, win, win. The end of the Good Shepherd wins. You win. And 35 local businesses were supported in this project as well. And again, I mentioned their hashtag local and uh, Sarnia, uh, supporting Sarnia and surrounding businesses uh, in there as well. So thanks again, Miles. And we wish you all the best. And fingers crossed for me to win something. I want the, I want the group get together. I'm being selfish. I want that. I'm going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, who doesn't like fundraisers and giveaways and uh, you just like getting stuff, right? And we're going to do that. We're going to continue on doing some more of that right now with our good friend, Mark Perrin from uh, Ontario's Blue Coast and Tourism, Sarnia Lampton. How you doing, Mark? He's not sure how he's doing. <laughs> Are you there? I see you. Talk to me. Can you hear me? He can't hear me. So I can say whatever I want about you right now. And those that are watching live are going, really? <laughs> Hello, Mark. Can you hear me now? Hello, Mark. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to kick him out. And we're going to ask him to. rejoin. Isn't this wonderful doing this live? Mark's going to be coming on here to talk to us about a program called uh, Cheers to the Coast. And Cheers to the Coast is going to be giving away some great stuff as well. They got an ultimate backyard giveaway and some other cool things that are happening in the community with uh, Tourism Surrender Lampton and Ontario's Blue Coast. Hopefully we can get them back. Um, but cheers to the well. We can here. Where I got I got where I got a clickety click. There we go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Cheers to the coast. Uh, the ultimate backyard giveaway. They got a twenty five hundred dollar backyard grand prize, uh, plus some other great Sarnia Lampton drink producers that they're going to be uh, 
giving away as well. So I'm hoping he's coming back here. We're going to try. Oh, I heard a, I heard something. He went to the phone. <laughs> there he is. Can you hear me now? I can, Dave. How are you? Awesome. You got to love it, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't know. I could hear you in the backstage, but uh, as soon as we went live, uh, couldn't hear a thing. So there anyway, we're good. We're good, we're good to adapt. Back backup technology and uh, it right on. <laughs> um, well, I was just talking a little bit there about the, the cheers to the coast with uh, Tourism Australia Lambton and Ontario's Blue Coat. Who does you guys really seem to like giving stuff away? Yeah, you know what? It's uh, we've been fortunate here with some of our contests and promotions, and what we can do, it's uh, it's really working well, getting the word out, and uh, it's kind of building upon you know, there's there's some creative uh, contesting we've been really following and watching and seeing, you know, how can we uh, duplicate it to uh to be in sarnia lampton and really benefit all our businesses so yeah it's been it's been great um you know what these programs uh they're, they're rolling out kind of one after another right now and uh as long as they keep having the success they're showing why not keep doing it well who doesn't like free <laughs> this is the ultimate backyard giveaway with uh cheers to the coast um i was just telling everybody you got this 2500 this looks this looks really cool man what to talk about this yeah, you know what, and uh, it's kind of an inspiration. I mean, how many uh, beer companies do different uh, promos where right. they two items? And, you know, we said, you know what, if we could do what all the beer companies do together in one package, it'd be pretty cool to pull this off and really support all our drink producers. So, so yeah, we did. I mean, we got uh, the keg, the, uh, the egg barbecue there. I mean, that's the, the huge prize. And, I mean, it's all one package. So there's the, uh, the barbecue uh, ring, the cooler, the Adirondack chairs um cornhole uh there's oh a, wow a speaker there's a bluetooth speaker in there and you know there's uh there's probably some other little little things i i know we uh we reached out and every every prize is from a local business in sarnia lampton so we made sure on kind of both ends we supported not only uh you know getting all our prizing all the time we're using only the uh the local vendors and then on the flip side um you know working with our local business partners to promote it and uh uh, you know, so far so good. I have ballots are flying off the shelves at these places over these last couple of weekends. Awesome. So how do how does a person get a ballot? How do you get in on this? Yeah, so it's really easy. Uh, we have so there's we, we say it's 14 different locations, but it's 13 producers. Refined Fool has the two locations to make it. Oh, right. 13. And uh, so you can visit Alton Farms, Big Family, Black Gold, Brewster's Mills, Dark Horse Winery, Imperial City, Monroe Honey. Refined Fool, River Run, Shale Ridge, Stone Picker, Twins Pines, or Witter Station. And I am cheating on the... Uh, I'm sorry, what was the fourth one again? Uh, Witter I'm Station. Just kidding. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the last, yes. You're like the uh, guy when you go in, when you go into the, you know, the, the, the pub and you've got 20 drinks here and you say, yeah. can you tell me what you got? I'm the guy that says, what was the fourth one again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what? And just, uh, hey, sample them all and you'll be right. Talking. Right. So I'm sure I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. You go into any of those places throughout the county. They all have a ballot box at their location. They all have ballots there. Um, no purchase is necessary. You just uh, go in. You know, obviously, we encourage people to uh, support these businesses. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you go into their establishments and, uh, you know, fill out a ballot and uh, you get a chance to win. So it's it's great. So not only uh, 
is this the grand prize? But we also have uh, weekly prizes. Um, yeah. The uh, partners have produced a weekly prize pack and uh, we'll draw that too. So yeah, overall, uh, you know, it's revamping the whole Cheers of the Coast program. And, uh, you know, the program, it, it continues to grow. I mean, when we started it, we had six or seven uh, back in 2018. And you know, up to the, uh, the 14 places now, and we continue uh, to see so many drink enthusiasts uh, say, hey, Sarnia Lampton's really grown into a hotbed. How do we uh, get down there? And uh, what, you got a map of everyone? And uh, we say, yeah, cheers to the coast. I like that, uh, drink enthusiast. That's what I'm going to tell Jennifer next. Time. What are we doing? Well, I'm a drink enthusiast. Yes. I, mean, I, I had to go out and, <laughs> support, <laughs> and I had to go out and support local. You exactly. Know, like... You know who doesn't like doing that, right? So right. Uh, it not- really, it really has. Uh, uh, we've talked the last time you're here about how you know everybody's had to adapt in this world, but um, tougher for some than others. Did you did you find it tough to come up with these alternative ways to help promote the community in a time where we weren't really allowed to go out? How do you promote tourism when you couldn't go out? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So the whole industry, you know, we, we really, it started being, um, you know, called hyper-local tourism. And we, we were one of the first to kind of jump on it. We were on some of the ministry calls and kind of heard of the, you know, just what they're calling the concept. And, and really, you know, it means just we're promoting people in Lampton County to get out and explore Lampton County, right? So yeah. explore your own backyard, um, you know, start dabbling in some of the surrounding uh, counties to, to come over and and, you know, but you're staying that kind of closer to home, 100, 100 kilometer radius or so. So, um, yeah, everything shifted hyper local for us. And, you know, this program, actually, we had everything ready to go in May. And we uh, we just kept putting it off until we got into stage one with a provincial framework, because the goal of the program, we wanted to, you know, we looked at online and could we do a contest that way? But we said, you know what, when these businesses open, we want people to go to their patios. We want people to get in there and, you know, physically fill out a ballot to, to draw. So that that's the kind of support these businesses need. And, what you know, if we can do something where, uh, you know, hopefully we find someone that walks into one establishment and goes, oh, that's pretty cool. We should go check out, you know. 13 other ones um that would you know that's the goal at the end of the day how do we get them to move uh you know go to one and then visit all of them hopefully not in the the same night right let's uh, spread it out throughout the days and do it safely but uh overall you know it's great our our office really thrives on we create a program and then we have everyone to give input on how we can uh, yeah. grow that and develop it and market it and uh, so on and you know there's going to be uh going to be radio promotion behind it and some uh um we have uh newsletters we're doing some uh youtube stuff and just uh you know really trying to blow it out and and what we can all put together behind it so it's uh it's good so far so good yeah i would say well you and your team have uh, done a great job of keeping the uh the community alive uh, as far as uh, giving people reasons to come here and now uh you must be gearing up and fingers crossed i don't want to jinx anything but it seems like we're uh, I keep saying there, yeah, the light, the, it's a long tunnel to get to that light, but um, uh, are you also, do you have plans in place? Are you preparing for more getting out uh, ideas? We are. Yeah. So, so, I mean, last year we did our discover Sarnia Lampton program and right now we have some plans to do uh, version 2.0 of that program. And uh, we're just waiting, um, you know, on some different options. Um, luckily last year we had a, uh, 
uh, Federal Economic Development Ontario support us with that program. Um, you know, we've reached out again this year and just waiting to kind of confirm that support. So, um, you know, that will be more of a mid to late summer launch and then into the fall um, going with that program. And yeah, just uh, even getting back in the event conversations and, you know, bringing bring more things here. Uh, 2020 is going to be, or sorry, 2022 is going to be a very competitive year for events. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we know people are, are, are going to want to get out. And, you know, it's kind of weird. In the event industry, what it's done is a lot of the big events have all been uh, staggered now, right? So without being operational for a couple of years, um, you're, you're not able to bid on some of those events right away. They're going to, you know, they already have dates lined up for the next two years. So, it's like a three-year gap on on getting those in. So we're uh, we're trying to be creative, maybe create some uh, stuff ourselves. And you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I think it is going to be really exciting what we got kind of coming down the pipeline and uh, uh, really supporting all of Sarnia Lambton. Yeah, well, it's been great to uh, have these conversations with you over the last year and watch how things go or how they didn't go, and uh, still how again you and your team are very very creative to keep pushing forward through all of this. Uh, just a few more minutes left, but let's talk about, well, you and I will uh, we'll be hanging out in the parking lot on uh, Thursday night. We're going to have the uh, party kit pickup and uh, I'll be going live from there. And we got some goodies uh, that the city of Sarnia and the Canada day committee is helping us out with. What's that about? Yeah. You know what? And, and same, it's obviously uh, everyone's a little disappointed, but Canada day, you know, we're still under stage one and want to, keep the safety protocols. So it's again, being creative and uh, Rachel and the team yourself from Canada today, it's, it's great to be working with everyone and saying, well, what else can we do? And uh, we're going to have a drive through. It will go through our parking lot. So it's kind of coming one way and exit the other way and get yourself a Canada day goodie bag with lots of uh, surprises and, you know, still be able to celebrate the holiday and uh, really enjoy it and say, Hey, we're, we're still, we're still yeah. here and we're still partying. And, uh, you know, carrying on. Right. Well, I, let's make it clear. Canada Day is not canceled. No. Canada Day is not canceled. It's not. Canada Some... Day is all about, uh, you know, supporting uh, going to patios with three of your friends. So you got uh, four people at the table and uh, filling up all those tables at every bar and restaurant and the uh, yeah. place out there. And, uh, you know, also uh, enjoying it with the backyards with family and getting out and for sure, you know, celebrating. So we, we all have something to celebrate, and that's going to be an exciting, uh, exciting weekend. Yeah, and these uh, party kits, uh, I've got some really nice goodies in there as well to help with those celebrations. So we will be there at the Tourism Sarnia Lampton parking lot on Thursday, June 24th from 4 to 6. Uh, we'll be there. Well, we'll be there a little early setting up, but we'll have everything all set up, ready, social distance, come on by, absolutely free, and uh Hopefully that'll help you uh, with the Canada Day uh, festivities. Mark, thanks so much for uh, everything you and your team do to to uh, keep being creative and keep the excitement alive. I know it's a challenging job, but uh, you guys really are doing great. Any Anything you want to put out there before uh, I let you go again? No, just uh, with uh, cheers to the coast and the giveaway, we have maps available. Our office is open, so feel free if uh, people want to come and pick up a map where they can download online as well. And uh, that lists all the locations and where to go and uh, some safe uh, transportation methods as well. So um, yeah, just uh, all part of that experience. And thanks again for having us, Dave. Anytime, Mark. Take care and we'll see you Thursday. Thank you. Mark Perrin uh, from uh, Tourism Starting Lampton, Ontario's Blue Coast, talking about cheers to the coast. I'm in.
You don't even have to sign me up. I'll just be there. Cheers to the coast. This is going to be a great time and a great way to support local. Great way to maybe win a big backyard party, right? Or the giveaway and all the stuff that goes along with it. Um, and then, of course, the partake. So here's what I'm thinking. So we go to Tourism Sarnia Lampton Thursday, June 24th from 4 to 6 to get your partay gift, right? And then go down to Cantera Park and donate your non-perishable items from 6 to 8 p.m., uh, thanks to the Sarnia Street Cruisers for that. And maybe while you're there, you can get your local... Like, you can just make a whole afternoon and evening of supporting the community. Uh, what a great way. A lot of great ideas out there as well. And thanks again to Mark Perrin and his team for their support. Um, and thanks to all of you. It's really been a great conversation, as always, here again today. And uh, this is episode 503. It'll be 10 years. I keep talking about it because I don't want you to forget. Coming up 10 years in November, we're going to have a party. I don't... Somehow we're going to have a party and a celebration. I think my friend Dana is going to help me out. Jennifer's probably going to, well, she has to, right? But I hope this has been a happy Monday for you and happy Indigenous Peoples Day once again to our Indigenous friends. And thanks to all of you for being here as always. That's all the time I got for you this week, everybody. Have a great week and an even better weekend. I will see you next time right here on the show. Bye for now.